This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What's going on, Survivor fans? We've got one more episode left before the finale. This episode tonight, Janet finds an idol. Elaine knows she's in trouble from the beginning. Dean goes to Island of the Idols. A fun immunity challenge. We've got an emotional tribal council. And then a surprising yet not so surprising ending. We've got our MVP segment. We've got some news and gossip. Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh, <laughs> so wow. Survivor. Oh. Flashy lights. Terrible <laughs> Mike, episode. Mike is very, very excited this about is talking dumb. about this. <laughs> what are we even going to talk about? Oh, Mike. They're still on the it. island. They are still on the <laughs> island. It is day 33. It's still Survivor, and it is still Survivor Wednesdays, you guys. We are very, very excited to be here. At least oh me and Veronica goodness. are very excited to be here, right, Veronica? I am excited. Thank you. I've You're got welcome. A beautiful panel tonight. Veronica Valencia over there on the Hi, end. And then I've got Mike Veeling, who is being a sourpuss tonight. I'm beautiful, though. You are beautiful. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to be here and chop it up with everybody yes. because I'm pretty sure that our after show is going to be more exciting than the entire episode tonight. Yes, yes, yes. And you are beautiful, my little Thank you. German, Sicilian, Poland man. You are too. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. We were that's talking true. about this before. We were. Um, so a very interesting episode, you guys. Like I said in the intro, you know, Janet, we've got some things going on with her in this episode. Elaine, no, she's in trouble from the beginning. Dean goes to Island of the Idols, which we're going to talk about, how a waste of a uh, season that was. Um, a surprising and not so surprising ending with Dan. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. I want to kick off the episode with your overall thoughts. We kind of know Mike's already, but Veronica, overall thoughts on the episode. everybody fronting like this isn't what we were talking about right before this. Mike can go first. <laughs> okay, Mike, go ahead. Honestly, I thought the episode, it, it, was, it was pretty boring, I thought. I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy happened. I thought it was a pretty milquetoast episode, to be honest. I was really looking, I mean, spoilers, we're, we're, I'm shooting ahead, but I was looking for Lauren to do something cool. I thought there was going to be a big move made or something, and it just, like, nothing, and then just, you know, and then the whole thing at the end, I just, bet. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of agree. <laughs> In the sense, well, it's just like, I wouldn't necessarily say that the episode was boring, because it did highlight some of our favorite contestants, like Elaine, 
Dean really stepped up his game, which was pretty cool to see. However, I think this season for me has Mm -hmm. just lost a lot of steam since the merge, personally. And some episodes have good moments, but I would never say that they're like phenomenal episodes like some seasons that we have. No, I completely agree with you. And I think that's an actual point on statement by saying that this season has lost a lot of steam (laughs) since the merge, which... Contrary to other seasons, that is never the case. Usually no. after the merge, people are on fire. It usually goes into fifth gear. What's that? That's quote? right. That's when we go to fifth that's gear. That's when we go that's to fifth right, gear. That's right. After the merge. So yeah, and that's actually a point on statement, Veronica. I I'm going to disagree with you, Mike. I was a little infuriated by this episode. We're obviously going to talk about it. It definitely invoked a lot of feelings for me. Um, I was excited to see some of our contestants. Uh, Lauren, uh, Nora, Dean, for example, like you guys said, kind of showcase some of their talents and, and skills throughout the game this episode. Um, and then the ending just left me infuriated. So we'll obviously mm-hmm. talk about Let's it, say, Mike. Did it, did it invoke feelings for you before the final 45 seconds? No. Okay. Then no. I'm with you. No. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> sure. uh, let us know your overall thoughts, you guys. I've got Mike on the chat right now. We're very excited to have you all in there yeah, to thanks, talk everybody. about it. Like I said, guys, we only have one episode left, so I know some of us on the panel are very excited to get it over with. Mike. <laughs> so let's dive into the episode, you guys. So right after the last Tribal Council, they come back to camp. Tommy's obviously mad at Nora because he feels that she was going to betray him, and it was because of Dean who really saved him in that whole scenario. Now, did you guys think, for a second, and we talked about this last episode, did you guys think that Nora wasn't going to actually go through with the plan that she set out? Because they actually solidified in the beginning of this episode that Nora was actually going to go through with the plan that they set out, and then Dean was the one that messed it up. Did you guys, were you guys still on the same page last episode? Yeah. yeah. I totally thought. Now, we were all surprised last, ep- uh, last episode with this Nora vote because we know Laura, uh, Nora is a wild card. We know that it's hard. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. For her to stay quiet when it comes to something like this, we all thought it was going to blow up, but not in the way we expected it. Mm. I was full on board and fully expecting Nora to go on with the plan. And so that's why it was also kind of like frustrating that Dean last episode blew it up because it could have been a really good blindside. Absolutely. Yeah. If Dean hadn't said anything, Nora was going for it. She's full of it. She's completely lying. She And she said as much yes. today. We yes. knew it. Yeah. yeah. Well, was, and, she's pretty transparent. <laughs> right. And and it's funny how we, we give a lot of slack to this episode for people not wanting to make moves or not making moves, but Nora actually did want to make a move. Now, as much as we accredit to her being crazy and unpredictable and, you know, untrustworthy, she actually did want to change some of the game by making a big move. She was just blown up by another player. She did, and what I didn't understand the whole time is why no one called her out on it. Mm -hmm. Right? No one said, hey, when you came back from the reward challenge, they didn't pick you. You went on a rant about how terrible you were. You talked to us for an hour because it looked like she screamed at them at Tribal <laughs> Council forever. And at least with the edit that we get, no one said anything about that. And that's just crazy yeah. because that would have eliminated any doubt in that her you know her alliance that she was going to switch over because it would be real obvious that she was. Right. Mm-hmm. So 
we see at the next day, day 33, um, Elaine played her idol at the tribal, so now everybody knows that there is an idol up for grabs. So pretty much everybody's looking for it. Janet is the one that finds it. If anybody were to find it out of all the people that were looking for it, who did you guys want to have found it? Are you good with Janet or did you, would you have preferred it was somebody else? I'm happy it was Janet, but I, I would have wanted Elaine to find it because we know Elaine knew she was the target. Mm-hmm. We knew she was in trouble. So it would have benefited her way more. But I'm not upset that Janet has it because mm-hmm. that's just an extra thing of safety and I really do like Janet. Yeah. I 100% agree. In fact, I'd like you guys to put in the chat, does anybody out there at least going into tonight's episode, did anybody not want Elaine to win? I can't imagine anybody de- who's more likable than Elaine and who's seemingly more deserving as well. That's a good question. And I do want to address that further to the end of Tribal sure. Council uh, with the three of us. But guys, give us your thoughts in the chat. Now, Janet found the idol pretty much by herself. Everybody was looking at it and she was kind of in, a, in cahoots with Tommy and looking for the idol. But she found it by herself. She didn't have to tell Tommy that she had found it. And she does. Did you guys agree? It's not even just so much about Janet, but everyone this season is so trustworthy. It's very <laughs> strange to me. Like at this point, trustworthy in- or trusting. Trusting. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's very trusting this season. At this point in the game, I don't know why Janet would tell anyone about an idol. I don't know why. Not to jump too far ahead. I don't know why Dean would tell everybody almost about his idol nullifier. Mm. Yeah. No, I don't think you should tell anybody about an idol unless they're there with you. I was going to ask you guys, were you surprised that Tommy went and got Janet instead of getting Lauren? Seemingly his ride or die the entire time. Why did he not wake her up to search for the idol? I don't, maybe off camera she was already looking for an idol. Maybe Maybe she was doing something else. That's a a good point. Yeah. It is a good point. Speaking of... Well, I was just going to say he did briefly bring up the fact that he knows she's a threat. And so maybe he's starting to come to the realization, Mm. maybe, you know, all granted, Dan's not a part of it anymore. Mm. But maybe that foursome was starting to realize, hmm, maybe these people are my biggest threats and not Elaine and not Nora. Yeah, Mm. that's true. Not only is Tommy realizing that Lauren may be a threat, Elaine is also in Lauren's ear talking about, you know, maybe Tommy's going to turn on you. Maybe they have like a, a thing going on. Maybe you should be aware of this. And Lauren is taking it to heart. She's actually listening to what Elaine has to say. And I give kudos to Lauren for not just shutting it down automatically because a lot of players do do that where, you know, another player tries to give them some advice or maybe an outsider's perspective on maybe alliance that they're in and they immediately shut it down because they're like, no, my alliance would never do that. But Lauren is open to all aspects of the game, which I liked. And she pretty much goes to Tommy to kind of talk to him about it, to kind of put her fears at rest and we see from Tommy's on camera interview that he has no intention of taking Lauren to the final three so he's pretty much lying straight to her face which this is a game we understand that that's the point of the game mm-hmm. but are you surprised that Lauren isn't smart enough to see through it hmm. I think she wants to have trust in Tommy mm-hmm. because so far he hasn't done anything to betray her trust yet the one th- great thing about Lauren is that she is, yes, a very strong player, and we've seen how smart she is socially. So I think that was one of the reasons why she didn't completely shut down Elaine's theory from the beginning is because she's seen Survivor. Mm-hmm. She knows that when you're a part of a very strong pair, there's always the chance that someone could be blindsided. It is kind of, I will perfectly admit, it is kind of 
surprising for, I'll say, you know, for Janet, Tommy, and Lauren of how they're not thinking of each other, how they're still kind of thinking of the other players of this game of like, oh, Nora might be a threat, or Elaine might be a threat, Dean might now be a threat. It's like, good for them if they make it to the final three because their trust got them there, which is very surprising because on an outsider's and an audience point of view... They're they're a very big threat, so I'm surprised they're not thinking of each other. Mm. I mean, but we know he's not going to take Lauren to the final. Okay. Are you surprised? Uh, sorry, you're saying are we surprised that Lauren is so trusting? Yes. Then- yeah, I am. Unless they're not showing her ITMs where she's saying it, because just like Veronica said, she's really smart. It, she's obviously a student of the game. She's been a fan for a long time. If that's true, you're considering everybody the entire time as a possible threat, and you're constantly recalculating, which I think she is. Right, which brings me to my next question of, do you think that Lauren is playing too nice of a game? She hasn't really hurt anybody. Anybody that gets voted off, she cries about, which obviously they are forming these personal connections, and which she is, which makes her a great player. But do you think that she's not being cutthroat enough, or at all? My memory is not the best, I'll be honest, of episode to episode in any season, Mm -hmm. but nothing that she's done has stood out to me. Like, here's a big move, and just like Robin Sandra said, this episode with jury management, you need some really big things to point to and say, Mm -hmm. I did that. I initiated that blind side. I'm the reason that person's voted out. I won, and I protected her, and this, you know, really big moves. Mm -hmm. I'd be curious to know what she thinks she's going to say in final. I think Lauren has made some really good moves. I think all of her moves have just been very quiet. Like, everything that happened with the Island of the Idols, she did her Island of the Idols really well. Based, that was like, great. Very expertly. But no one knows that. No one's going to know that or be aware of that until the very end. So it's kind of hard to say, like, oh, I did this, when no one on the jury can say, yes, you did that. The problem with that is it didn't matter, Right. So her ability on Island of the Idols was impressive. She did great. She won it. But she only so used the immunity right away when there were no votes on her. Right. So it's almost a non-factor. And that's something very easy for someone to counter it with. It was masterful. She did an amazing job. But it ended up being irrelevant. So is that still a big move? Very arguable. I don't know. I feel like she's she has had bursts of of, you know, really great, skillful play. But then, like Mike said, it's overshadowed by, oh, yes, you you did correctly get this immunity idol, but then you played it wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, you you have aligned yourself with this final four, which could take you to, you know, that which has gotten you this far in the game. But then at the same time, they're thinking about not taking you to final three, and you're not even questioning it. Mm-hmm. So it's like she's doing all of these smart things, but then she kind of backhands herself by doing something else or mm-hmm. not not thinking as, like, a survivor player. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, I like Lauren. I think that she she deserves to go to the, to, the, to the end. I don't know if she's done enough to win it. I don't think that doing these quiet moves, I don't think that being quiet and doing quiet moves gets you the million dollars. That's just my opinion. Now, something else that I may have missed, Tommy, Dean, and Dan have a final three. Is that something new? Did I miss that? Was no, that... that's completely something okay, new. Great. And I think it's new. It's new, and I think <laughs> it it's mainly made up in Dean's head because Dean thinks he saved Tommy. I don't think so. I think that Dean, Tommy, and Dan... Honestly, and they all pounded it up pretty think, solid. Well, yeah. that's, well, that's the thing. is like, I, they might be a three. I think Tommy still might have, at the time, he might have had an alliance still with Janet and 
uh, Dan, we see that he didn't want to and take Lauren. Lauren to, well, yeah. well, he's, we, we saw he didn't want to take Lauren to the end. And he might be thinking of having an alliance with Dean. But I think it was just kind of assumed by Dean, maybe in the beginning, yeah, we have an alliance now. And I know that that's what he was trying to do by uh, busting up the tribal. Mm-hmm. But didn't Dan call it out that he was now in this three-person alliance with the two guys? Yeah. Yeah. They, all three of them said it. So I think they're buying it. Yeah. I, I was just surprised. I didn't think that... Because after the last vote, Dean blowing up the whole thing, and then he was kind of like on the outs with them, and then all of a sudden there's a final three with the three of them, and I'm well, like, that's what he was trying to do. this going on, though? He was trying to solidify a place in, in that group. But my thing is, I think that they've had this final three for a while. I don't think that it started after tribal last week someone put in the chat when it started someone will remember i I don't remember i feel like it started just now really so i I feel like maybe there were talks maybe there were talks about it i don't know when someone saves your life in the game true true. that that might solidify a bond maybe there were talks about it but i don't think it really uh was solidified and confirmed until dean made the move to help tommy and they were like okay yeah let's let's get together okay Fair. Speaking of Dean, he random draw gets to go to Island of the Idols, mm-hmm. where we see that. <laughs> uh, Mike is, the idols. Oh, here we go, guys. Let's talk about Island of the Idols, shall we? Uh, so obviously Sandra and Robert are still there. They're hunting and stuff like that. They're having a great time on uh, Island of the Idols, and pretty much it's a lesson in jury management. And pretty much it's a flip of a coin. And he either gets an extra vote, an idol nullifier, or an immunity idol that can be played not for himself. Or he loses his vote at the Tribal Council, yeah. as always. Were you guys underwhelmed by this? Remember yes. when Vince <laughs> had to sneak into the opposite <laughs> side's camp and get fire, and now we're down to flipping a coin? Mm. Rough. It's yeah. rough out there, there on the there island. Are, they are kind of running out of ideas. I, yes. First of all, yes, it was underwhelming. <laughs> Second of all, I, Trivia, I know we were nothing. talking when we were watching this if you would take the risk. Tim said you... Would, I would at this point in the game. I don't know if I would risk it on a coin flip, especially when the the rewards. I don't know if they were necess- the extra vote would be good. Mm-hmm. The idol nullifier. The first time we saw it was played beautifully, but who's to say that'll ever happen again? That's a very difficult reward to play correctly. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing with the uh, hidden immunity idol that you can't play for yourself. You have to play it for someone else and just like hope someone will be on your back. But then we saw what happened with Kelly and Dean. Yes. She helped him. He turned around and voted her out. So it's like the extra vote helps, sure. Yeah. But the reward wasn't worth a coin flip, I think, for me. I think the extra vote is the only thing worth it. Yeah. Because the nullifier is so hard to play. If the nullifier was, okay, I get to hold it until someone plays an idol and then, bless you, Thank you. and then I nullify it, mm-hmm. that's crazy power. That's insane, right? But having to presuppose... First, you got to find out who's got one. Then you got to think, okay, I, I'm pretty sure Tim's going to use it tonight, and I'm going to risk it tossing it in. It's it's so it's hard. Yeah. Well, that's why I like the beginning of the episode when Janet found the immunity idol, and Dean and um, Elaine. It's, it's, Elaine, thank you, saw them yeah. looking at it. So it's like in this case, for him to win an idol nullifier, kind of appealed to me if I was in Dean's position because you saw them 
find one. I mm-hmm. mean, not mm-hmm. concretely. He probably he has like ninety five percent sure that that's what they were looking at. What else could you be looking at mm-hmm. in the middle of a jungle while everybody's searching for an idol? Sure. But he has that little bit of information. He even says having that information is key. So in this case, I'm like, okay, well, you know who has it. So, but it's not even her idol. It's specifically the person it's played for. Right. Mm-hmm. So she can play it for anybody else. And it's irrelevant. Right. That's what I didn't like about it is that he has to do it before tribal. He has to write who is going to play the idol instead of just saying, like, putting down out there, like, anybody who plays an idol, is it's nullified, no matter who it is. I think I'd like that more. As, That's what me too. However, as Sloss Pop says, of course, very astute, as we were getting to with Rob and Sandra and the whole thing, if the nullifier is used right, then it's a huge resume boost. Yes, of course. And Mirror Domains thinks Veronica Sneezes was cute. Oh, oh cute. Thanks. There you go. Uh, cute and a little, <laughs> little creepy. Um, Not like yeah. mine. Like, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, Mike, please. We don't, want, we, don't want to, we don't want Mike to sneeze at all. Here's my thing. I do think that they are running Scary. out of ideas. Big time. Um, can, can I toss in my real thing that I, I feel like I've come to? to. Anyway. I will. I think this is just a gigantic advertisement for season 40. Oh, of course. Yes. Right? And I, I feel like how But little couldn't they have done it better? Absolutely. I don't think it's done well at all. And just how little they are used and how little the advantages are worth and how little just how kind of a an idea this island of the idols that's barely come to fruition, I think it becomes like more and more blatant that it's yeah. like just get people excited about seeing Rob and Sandra on the island again. And oh, guess what? Because I bet you at the reunion, it's going to be like, let's bring him out. And guess what, guys? Season 40. Right? Yeah. I mean, I will say this as much as we thought that this flip of a coin was a cop out. I was holding my breath when... I was too. <laughs> it gave me anxiety. I mean, it was kind of exhilarating to be like, did he get it? Did he not get it? I, I mean, was because, disappointed. He barely flipped it up I there. Mean, yeah. It was like... Well, I mean, mm-hmm. Mike, it's a freaking yes or a no. There's not <laughs> that many sides to a coin. I mean, it's... I wanted to see you like, toss it a little bit. But it's a piece of wood. I actually thought it was going to be like an actual... That was gonna be like yeah. a coin coin. Yeah, yeah. I know, like an actual coin. That's what I thought too. I mean, of course they're gonna put it out, but it was a little chunky for a coin. I was like, all right, fine, that's that's a coin. We roll with it. But yeah, no, I mean, as much as we like to give it, you know, slack, I feel like it, it had me on my the edge of my seat, being like, if he was gonna get okay. it. Or not. Here's the thing. Okay. I, 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 I'm, I complained about it, yes, but it they have such a good way of making you on the edge of your seat of like, yes, did he get it? Did he not get it? Of course, we want him to get it because we want the gimmick to be successful. I mean, yeah, I wanted to see what the outcome is, but just like Emily says in the chat, the twist adds nothing to the game. Right. Very little has been, uh, very few times, if any, has the game been affected by anything from Island of the Idols. Yes. And we will see. If this nullifier isn't used, then so what? It's just another thing that just kind of poofs on by again. Veronica. Oh, I was going to say something, and then I realized I already have the answer. I was going to say, is it going to be brought up, or is it going to be suspicious next episode when they realize, oh, Dean, you still had your vote? Mm. Because he said he lost his vote, but then I realized he told half the tribe already that he has a nullifier, so So it's not going to matter. It doesn't matter anyway. But speaking of that, back at camp, Dean does say that he played the game of chance, he lost, so he loses his vote. Um... And now that kind of puts a target on his back in Tommy's eyes because Tommy was already going for Lauren. But now he realizes that, hey, Dean has been like pretty much just sitting around camp, smiling and running his hand through his hair. And never since he said that, I can't unsee it. <laughs> I can't cannot unsee, unsee it. it. I'm like, that's exactly what he does. But now this puts more of a target on Dean's back in, in, uh, in the eyes of Tommy because now Tommy's like, 
this guy could actually be a threat. He's trying to boost his resume, which is what everybody's trying to do when there's only, what, seven people left in the game, mm-hmm. which you should be doing. Yeah. Mike, you feel like I feel you have like a like smoldering look on your face like you want to say I got something. a really weird thought. What's your really weird thought? And I, I it's going to come up more later, okay. but I don't want to forget. Okay. I wonder Do you want me to give you a piece of paper and pen no, no, so no. you could write it? Do you want me just to say it? Go. Ahead. Go. All right. I wonder how you would if at all use Dan's surprise departure mm-hmm. to your advantage. If you're Tommy, do you make up something like Dan had an idol. We got to go find, like, lie about something because there's no way it's ever going to get back to you because he's gone, gone, gone. So I, so I know I'm skipping away ahead, but it just, that just popped into my head. Right there, he's down a player. He's down an alliance member. You got to do something so you can make up any story you want about Dan having an advantage or whatever. And try to play it off. Sorry, that was really no, no, no. out of the timeline, but I was just like, whoa, it just no. came to me. I mean, that's why we love this game, because, you know, we are we are blessed with these bursts of epiphanies yeah. that we're like, okay, <laughs> we're just going to say it. No, I wanted you to say it because I don't want you to lose that thought. Yeah, yeah. But try to keep it because I do want to I want to yeah, talk go. more about that. Before we get into the immunity challenge, though, I'm going to shoot it over to Mike yeah. once again for some words. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably should have had a really interesting thought about the house thought. ad yes. to read. Yeah, well, guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of interesting insights across all the different AfterBuzz channels for all the different shows that you guys love to watch. You know all of you guys out there are our extended panel. Amazing show tonight, guys. We're over 50 live viewers, which is basically the highest numbers I think we've ever had for our show. Thank you so much. Just Sheldon, Sailor, Sheena, of course, Nathan, Emily, Slosshop, Thomas McGee, Mr. Ollie Wada, Mira Domains, all my other friends, Royal, Nathan. We'll get you some more people. Keep writing. We love shouting you out. Of course, for whatever show and genre you guys like to watch, AfterBuzz has an after show covering it, bringing you all the awesome information. Of course, we love your help. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to the AfterBuzz channels. Give us a big thumbs up. And if you're listening on iTunes or any of your favorite podcast services, please give us a five-star review. Leave some comments. Let us know that you did because we love shouting you guys out like Sheena and all of our friends, Noah, Desiree. I saw Meg Blue Shift Eyes, Eric Olin, all of our friends here every single week. We love you guys. Thank you so much for making AfterBuzz TV the ESPN of TV talk. I think my favorite part ah. of that, and I know a lot of you guys listen, but if you are watching right now, uh, Veronica's Van <laughs> White was, that was impressive. Darling. She's doing a, 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 a dance, interpretive dance. <laughs> interpretive dance. Interpretive dance of, of my uh, ad read. Yeah. That was great. That thank was you. great. Uh, yeah. Thank you everybody for watching. We do this show for you guys. We wouldn't have a show if it wasn't for you. So thank you everybody that's tuning in right now. We are very thank excited. You. So let's move on to the mm-hmm. immunity channel. Challenge. Now, this is a fun immunity challenge. I mean, anything that involves them clumsily stumbling around is always going to be a lot of fun to watch. And it was pretty much an even-keeled immunity challenge. Everybody was... There were there were some people who pulled ahead mm-hmm. early, and then some people who slacked behind, and then everybody... It was just pretty much even at the end of it. And there was a moment where we have this kind of shysty moment from Dean looking over at Elaine. Now, it's not something that's unheard of in Survivor. Happens all the time. Right. Gotta do it. Dean you have winds to do up, it. But here's my question. So Dean winds up winning yep. because Elaine pretty much got it first. And we all saw that Elaine had the words first. She it maybe yeah. not have realized it, mm. but she, she, she had it. And Dean saw it and, you know, he was just a little bit quicker with it. It's fair. It's, yep. it's all in the game. But here's my question. Do you think at this point in the game, when maybe it's a final te- after 10, and it's a challenge like this, do you think that there should be dividers or blockers so that nobody could look at anybody else's puzzle or what's going on in their side? Hmm. I think so, yes. But at this point, after 38 seasons, mm-hmm. the show knows what it's doing. If it doesn't put up blockers, it wants people to cheat. They know they're going to cheat. 
So that's what it is. It's on purpose. That's that's true. Veronica, what are your thoughts? I would personally want blockers as well, just because I think it would make it more interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, like Mike was saying, people are going to try and look and cheat. Right. I also just found this challenge funny because I had the same idea as Elaine going into it. Like, oh, this is going to mess me up. <laughs> <laughs> no, me too. If I was like a seven word phrase top to bottom, I'd have been like, I don't know what, what I'm doing either. What was that puzzle? I, no I don't know if pu- I could figure it it's out. It's a demented crossword. I couldn't either. Just in terms of the, the divider thing, at this point in the game, we want the best of the best. We want to see these people and we're talking about building up your resume right now. I don't want at the end of the jury for you to be like, oh yeah, I want immunity because I looked at somebody else's puzzle. I want, no, I solved this puzzle all on my own and that's how I got this immunity necklace not by I don't want to say cheating because it's technically not cheating but you didn't fully do it yourself you looked over at somebody else's you can make the opposite argument that that's outplaying somebody mm-hmm. I did it I, I used every single tool in the toolbox and I came up with the win one thing I thought was interesting about this puzzle mm-hmm. was it's actually harder than you initially think because it's double-sided. Yeah. So the words are being spelt out opposite on both sides. So there's letters that work when you flip it around. It's a tough puzzle. Yeah, it was a tough puzzle. I guess that makes a lot more sense of why Elaine wasn't getting it because to Mm -hmm. us, it was like, you have it. Yeah. You have it. You're so close. Why aren't you realizing you have words here? Yeah. So Just like Jeff said, it's so easy at home. (laughs) (laughs) Get it. I love it when Jeff taunts He's so shady. Jeff we, is Jeff born is with so a season, shady. too. Uh, He's like, you guys I love are his idiots. sass. Hey, I know. Yeah. Sa- Jeff so is like good. the sassiest. Jeff Pope's your sassy. It's gotten worse over the years, too. Oh, yeah. Totally. yeah, he's definitely taking more liberty. I was like, I'm an executive producer. I don't care. I'm doing whatever I, I, do I, whatever I want. I do whatever Essentially. So, back at camp... You, I'm, family member, come on out with me on the docks. Yeah. Say, <laughs> 13-year-old boy, gonna, you come out, too. <laughs> why not? All right. So, back at camp, Elena's pretty rightfully mad. I mean, she's a little pissed off at Dean for being just, you know... She lost it, and she knew from the beginning of the episode that she was going to be a target. Yeah. So I get her frustration. I, I honestly do. But here's what I th- what I love about Elaine is she hits the ground running. She goes and starts talking to, to Lauren. We see a lot of people who, in the, throughout the seasons of Survivor, who know that they're a target and just think, you know what, there's really no point. There's no point. They pretty much just give up. And yep. Elaine is not that person. Nope. She mm-hmm. will go out and open and use every single door, no matter how deadlocked or, or dead bolted or whatever that word is shut <laughs> she will use that door as much as she can to try to get an in yep yeah and i love that about her she immediately goes to lauren and you know she's like you know playing to this whole like lauren you need to make a move like you've been playing very under the radar which i think is a really good argument yeah. that's the thing not even a really far-fetched made-up story completely plausible great facts great insight completely true right too and made a really great case right she really gave Janet and Lauren something to think about because, yeah, her arguments were very valid and very true, and it was something that they should take into consideration. Yeah, and well, Lauren pretty much takes away this conversation from Elaine that she wants to target Nora. Now, out of everybody, do you think that targeting Nora is a big enough move? No. It's definitely not, but I don't think she would have any luck if she tried to try and get out a bigger fish. If she tried to get Tommy, if she tried to get Janet or Lauren, I think at that point she she was trying to just get on board with who they would want. Yes. I would have loved to see her make an argument for Tommy, though. So would Especially I. Especially if she just... We know that it's true. She doesn't. So make something up. I heard Tommy talking. There's no way he's taking you to final. He knows he can't beat you. Just the fact that Dean saved him, he's immediately in with him 100%. Him, Dan, they're 
in it. You've got to get one of them out because they're not going to take you. Yeah. I think she maybe could have pressed that hard, and that would have been a huge move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we surprised? A huge move for who? Right. For Lauren to get Tommy out, because that's been her ride or die the entire time. Yes. Yeah, she, for her to flip, mm-hmm. rally the girls, right? So who do you who do you rally for that? It's going to be Lauren, Elaine, Janet, and you need one more. So part of the reason to vote Nora was that Dan was already going to do it, throwing away mm-hmm. you know, the split vote. vote. Yeah. So that makes it an easy four-person vote. But if that's true, right, you've got seven people, so that's one and three. It would have forced a tie, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they would have had to pull one more person. Maybe they pulled Crazy Nora and say, "Hey, they're splitting the. They want to split the votes and get you out. They're lying to you. Yeah, they're splitting mm-hmm. it. And maybe you can pull her in for one vote and then cut her loose again. Just- but, but that's a brilliant idea because we know that Nora is open to yeah. doing things. Yeah. She wants. God. And let, let Nora make a move. I'm at this point where it's like, just let her make a move. I want to see her do something. Like, d- cool. Like, don't get me wrong. She's she's been fun to watch, but I I'm kind of almost mad that Dean blew up that game because I wanted to see Nora go through with something really well. Right, yeah. and that's the thing that could have been Nora's opportunity to get back at the guys who kind of backstabbed mm-hmm. her during the last trial. Yeah, here's my question to you guys. We started off this season saying that the females were dominating this game, like they were making moves and they were making plays and. And just just evolving with what was happening around them so skillfully that we all thought that there were going to be several females in the end that we were like, wow, Definitely. any 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 girl could win this. Easy. Obviously, things have changed as we watch the season and as the season has evolved. Are you upset or kind of annoyed, as I am, that it has shifted to where I'm looking at the guys as more of like a threat now? I'm looking at the guys as more of a threat because no one else is seeming to see the guys as a threat. I think, to be fair, the women that are left were not some of the ones that we were considering a big threat in the beginning, except maybe Elaine and Janet. Really, we've pretty been team Elaine and Janet the entire time. But look, Elizabeth ejected. Kelly gone, Missy, uh, Missy gone. These are these were those three mm-hmm. were really mm-hmm. the powerhouse threats. Yeah. I think that we saw from the beginning, Janet, Elaine. Um, I don't think we ever really saw Lauren as a crazy threat. No. Nora was always kind of off, you know, doing whatever. <laughs> Karishma not a threat. Um, so yeah, the the other people kind of wisened up, got rid of those women yeah. that were big threats, mm-hmm. and so it kind of makes sense that it would switch over to the guys. Yeah, that makes sense. who yeah. initiated a bunch of it. That does yeah. make sense. Yeah, it's true. They were they those were smart vote outs because yeah, had any of those girls made it to the end, they would have a strong case. Of course. Now let's talk about tribal council. So Elaine once again pretty much on the hot seat. The pretty much the entire episode has been focused around Elaine. Since yeah. the beginning, she knew that she was in trouble. Yeah. Following to tribal council, Jeff is going to question her about you know how she feels about being in trouble. And <laughs> we pretty much get to know a little bit more about Elaine. And Mike and I shared a moment while we were watching the episode of just looking at each other and being like, why? Why would you say all of this right now? Mm. Like, before the votes are even read, you know you don't have an idol in your pocket. You know you don't have a move to play after this. So everybody's already looking at you as a threat because you're so likable. And if they take you to the end, people mm. would vote for you. And you can win the million dollars and then you want to go up there and say you've had a hard life your mother passed away three years ago let me three months ago like you're just making it easier to vote yourself out it was not a smart move but gosh darn if it didn't make her like the most fan favorite this of season course. bring back the sia fan favorite award please <laughs> she's, she's easily fan favorite as soon as she started into that 
I thought, oh man, she's not making it out of this episode. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's my favorite player. And it was really disappointing. But, you know, if we look at it outside the game, it was a really beautiful moment. She's yeah. very open, honest. She's She is not a deceitful person, I think, in her real life. And I don't think she had the ability in her to bring that over to this game. Mm-hmm. I didn't see her as a lying person, a backstabber. She was a very straightforward, very loyal person. And this was her honest emotion coming out. And I think just in this day and age in general, it's a really refreshing thing to see. Yeah. Vulnerability, very, very honest and just sweet sentiment. And mm-hmm. I think she grew a lot. I think she got a lot out of Survivor, even though I wanted to see her go forward. And I think she's a pretty easy lock to come back on another future season. I'd love to see her yeah. on another season. I, as would I. Now, we talked about how the, the attention has shifted from the the women of this season toward the men. And, Mike, you just brought up a, a really good point with, you know, Elaine not being able to bring in this deceitful, lying, kind of pretty much what you need to do in this game in order to, to survive, mm-hmm. essentially. I want to kind of focus on Tommy really quick, because throughout this, this episode specifically, Tommy hasn't throughout the season been one of those players where I was like, you're a really good player. Like you he can go all the way to the end, out. right? But now he's making and saying these very interesting things to me. Like he was saying, you know, I don't necessarily want to take Lauren because she would uh, she would probably win over me because everybody likes her. And then once Dean says that whole thing that he's doing, then he's like, you know what? I need to shift my vote on Dean. Tommy's one of those people that's like, I don't care who I'm aligned with. I will vote you out if I need to. He's lying. He's like, it's easy for me to lie right now. I'm actually pretty good at it. Right. So. He's one of those players that kind of took me by surprise where I'm like, maybe you might be... He's an interesting player in that up until this point, I agree with you, Tim. I don't think he's done anything that has really stood out game-wise. I think he's really good at thinking things through. I think he's good at realizing, yes, Lauren is a threat. I think he's good at thinking that Dean is going to have some good things to throw out on his resume now. Mm -hmm. However, he needs to act. He needs to actually make these moves in order to build his resume. Because if he's just thinking them, it's not going to do him any good. And maybe he's waiting until the right time to do that. But that's also very dangerous. Yeah. if you wait until the very end, too some, little, too late. Too little, too late. Yeah, but it's all, but it's a great way to play under the radar ish for the majority of the game, and then kind of pounce at the end. Mm-hmm. As long as you can convince the jury and really say how you were staying under the radar the whole time, yes. these are actually the moves I was making. I was instrumental in this vote, and I was in this blindside, and whatever. Even though I wasn't as vocal, and then. The, always the big kicker is, and then this is the big move I did at the end. So yeah. his big move. Should he choose to accept it? We'll be, we'll be voting out Lauren. We'll yes. be voting out his yes. ride or die for the entire time. He said, I'm, I'm getting to the end. There's no way I can beat her. And, I, and that was my big move. But do Push, Yes. Uh, uh, there's a question for us, for oh, the yes. entire panel, from Thomas McGee, if I could interject. Yes, please. Jeff Probst has been getting a lot of hate on Twitter. Do you feel the hate is justified? I'll be honest. I don't know what he's referring to. So do you yeah. guys know what Thomas is referring to? So, so uh, What's the hate that he's yeah. getting? I'm pretty sure it's probably having to do with a lot of the... S- social views of that have probably of the season? yes of the season there have been a lot of um you know um racially charged views there have been a lot of sexist views there have been a lot of sexual harassment views there have been a lot of views that have been almost forced they felt very forced because there mm-hmm. have been pretty much something episode after episode after episode and i feel like maybe and I could be wrong, Thomas, let me know if I am, that people on Twitter are kind of getting fed up with Jeff for not addressing it. And I'm going to address what happened with Dan at the end of this episode. But I feel like, like, with like publicly? Tommy, yeah. But he's not addressing it publicly? Yeah. 
And I mean, I think he should. It's his show. He's the face of the show. Yeah. It's true. I would be hesitant to, I mean, Twitter in general and hate is just yes. silly. Yes. So <laughs> I'd be hesitant to give him a lot of flack over it because there could be some really strict CBS guidelines on what goes out mm-hmm. and press releases and things like that. This is a lot, a lot, a lot of money we're talking about behind this franchise. Mm-hmm. And you don't need rogue people, especially insiders. You can't control what previous contestants or yes. whatever say, but he's probably under pretty strict orders on what you can talk about and what I you can't. That's what I'd say. Yeah, I think that there's just a lot that, a, a lot of unknown information, yeah. I think is what I'll say. And that's kind of what has been said a lot throughout this entire season is like there's so much actions made upon little information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I'm glad that you brought that up, Mike, because you're right. As much as this is Jeff's show, as much as he is an executive producer, and the face of the show, he is probably under some very strict guidelines. He can't say anything that would put this show at jeopardy or even be a human pe- a being and, you know, address his side of a conversation without knowing all of the facts. And unfortunately, us as viewers, I'm sure a lot of these things that have happened this season are legal things. I mean, there's probably a lot of things behind the scenes that we're not privy to. So I'm sure he's being quiet for a reason. So to just give slack and hate to somebody, I'm I'm sure if Jeff could say something, he would. Yeah. That's just my views on him. Okay. So Noah says he's getting hate because Dan wasn't sent home sooner okay. when it was happening to oh, contestants, yeah. but when it happens to employees, mm-hmm. uh, it's different. Yes. I don't know if that's actually the case. Mm-hmm. And we can get into Dan right now yeah. if you want we to. We are. So really okay, quickly, Elaine it. gets voted out. We are very sorry to see her go. She was one of the top players from the beginning yeah. of the season. We really, really wanted her to win. Now, at the end of this episode, we all saw what happened with Dan, which is what I really want to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, Mike, just you go. What I was going to say is, it so happened mm-hmm. that way, but that is not to say that if he had done something again to another contestant, he wouldn't have been ejected as well. So I don't know that it's fair to say that. Perhaps production and everybody, I don't know the right the right things to say. Were they giving him the benefit of the doubt? Whatever it was, they came to the decision that he did not need to be removed from the game yes. up until that point, and that's the decision they made. Yes. And whatever the next thing he did wrong, yeah. <laughs> be it to whomever, I bet would have been an ejection. It just so happened, I guess, to be a crew member. We don't honestly really know. It, it could have been a, a native person on the island when they were being transported one way. We have no idea what happened, right? We can't really speculate on it. Yeah. Well, I, oh. No, go ahead. Okay. I was going to say, I agree with Mike in that it's true. I think if there were any other violation on Dan, whether it have been a crew member or another contestant, he would have been automatically removed. I think what the frustration for some viewers is, is that a lot of people thought that action should have been taken the moment it happened, the moment Kelly spoke up. Some people are probably like thinking, he should have just been removed, CBS should have handled it then because stuff like this is very serious. Mm -hmm. And I think there was frustration there because they allowed him to keep going and then, look, something like this has happened again. So why wasn't it taken care of earlier? Yes. Well, let us not forget that this is a game. Now, I'm not saying that Kelly was not speaking her truth when all of this was going down because I 100% believed her in that moment Mm -hmm. and I still believe her. Mm -hmm. What messed this up and the reason why they probably couldn't take action was because 
people like Missy and people like Elizabeth use this as a game and use that argument to further their game. Yeah. So that tainted the whole thing. So then, unfortunately, you have to look at Kelly and go, well, is she telling the truth or is she playing this for a million dollars? Because two women flat out said they that were, they were yeah. lying. Like, I'm sorry, but that that's exactly what happened. And us as viewers, Veronica, you and I covered this. Yes. Mike, unfortunately, you were not here. I wish that you were, but you're here now. I agree about, with what you guys said. Yeah, we mm-hmm. talked about this episode. We saw we were just mortified by their, by their abhorrent behavior and the fact that they would take such actions with this game and taint it in that way. And now we come to find out that Dan is being ejected from the game because he did do whatever Kelly was saying that he was in this predatory, mm-hmm. whatever he was doing. It's just infuriating. Something, an he allegation is what they said. Right. And it's just infuriating because I, I wholeheartedly believe that if all of the women on that tribe had took a stand with each other, then maybe actions would have taken a step forward. But some women didn't want to do that. And I'm not putting this on the women because a lot of the men, uh, Aaron included, wanted yeah. a mansplain that tribal. They mm-hmm. weren't... There was. It, this is just a cluster F of a whole bunch of stuff that it's just it's just infuriating because we, we all wanted to give Dan the benefit of the doubt. We all sat here and he pulled at our heartstrings by saying, I would never do this. His 13-year-old son comes on the show like talking about his wife and how he would never do something like this. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you get ejected from the show because you can't keep your hands to yourself. That is... Wrong. Maybe it's we don't know. Wrong. We don't know what the actual thing was that went down. Just to be fair, I'm just tossing no, 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 it out to no. be fair. And I know, but I'm tired and of giving this person the benefit of a doubt at yeah. this rate. No, well, it, it might not have been a physical thing. Maybe he said something suggestive. It doesn't matter. There, so, he did something inappropriate. Right. It seems so. Um, to get pulled uh, from a game, 100%. not to be put on the jury, to like to, to do that. Yeah, it we, must have been bad. It, yes, and we said right off the bat, man. After everything that's happened so far. Mm-hmm. You would think this guy would be walking around the island with his arms duct taped to his you side. Think he would and like be more careful. Oh my gosh, I'm not looking at anybody. You know what I mean? Like, so the problem that we have now is who do we trust besides Kelly? It's like right. it's like everybody mm-hmm. involved in these kind of incidents. It's like I don't know what to think anymore. And one of the things that is a little disappointing to me is I'm going to bet he's not at the reunion. Oh, no. And I'm wondering oh, no. how much is this going to be discussed and are we going to actually hear stuff since he's not going to be there. A lot of times they'll be like, look, we're not going to talk about it because they're not here to defend themselves. I was going to say, legally, are and they so, allowed to talk about it if he is not there to defend himself? I, I think, feel like that's an entirely legally, other they probably, conversation. Legally, they are. But don't forget the reunion the show, show happens months after this was taped. So maybe... Sure. Things have come to light in the past couple of months that we don't know about. Maybe he will be at the reunion. Maybe. I hope that he will be. I feel like there has to be some type of, you know, addressing the situation because if if people are getting upset that it's mm-hmm. not being addressed right now in the show, I feel like they'll be even further upset if it's not addressed at the yes, reunion. Something. We need, we need mm-hmm. some kind of answers or... Uh, not, I don't want, definitely, we don't, like, deserve anything or anything like that. Right. But we all want some kind of closure yeah. and... You know, the having it this stuff as an unknown actually makes it worse. Yes, no, I agree with you. And I it also needs to be addressed for future seasons. Yeah. We have to make it known that this type of behavior will not be accepted at all well, going yeah. forward. You should already know. Yes. <laughs> and, well of course, but clearly some people don't. So yeah. that, some people need to be told. And reminded. Uh, yes. Yes, I agree with you. That is our review of season thirty nine. Just go for it. We've got one episode left till the finale, you guys. We are a little short on time. Bad name. So we are going it is it bad is just name a bad for an name. 
episode. Just go for just it. Nobody went for, for anything. Yeah. Dan went for don't it with somebody and he was kicked don't off the game. Go for it. So let's go into our MVP segment very quickly, you guys. This is the part of the episode where we pick our MVP player of the episode. Nobody better have written it down. Dan, or I will be voting off somebody <laughs> to be from fair, he didn't really this do anything panel. this episode anyway. He didn't, he didn't do really anything. anything all season. Didn't do anything. So our first, first vote goes to Dean. Dean is our first vote. If you can see that, you guys. I'm holding it up like you can. I don't think anyone can see anything. I don't think you can either. <laughs> Second vote would be Elaine. And then the next vote would be Elaine. So we got two Elaines, one Dean. Who voted for Dean? I did. Why did you vote for Dean? Uh, to me, you can't vote for... Uh, Elaine, again, is my favorite. Can't vote for her because she got voted out. So you can't mm. be my MVP. Uh, I, I, that's just the kind of mentality I always have with these voting. Dean, I like that he took a risk on the coin flip. It might not have been the smartest thing, but he went for it and it worked out. So good for him. I thought that was great. And he won immunity. Thought he did great this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I voted for Elaine just because I thought she had a very strong episode. She did get voted out, but she showed just how strong and loyal of a player that she was. Mm -hmm. And I just really enjoyed her this episode. But I do completely agree with why Dean would also be MVP. He would be my second choice. Yes, I agree with you and everything that you said, Veronica. I also voted for Elaine. Um, Unfortunately, you guys, we are short on time, so we're not going to get to news and gossip and predictions. But Veronica has a tweet from Kelly addressing the whole Dan situation. She's going to tweet that out later on. Um, So look out for that, you guys. If anything, we'll address the next episode if we have time because it is the finale next episode you guys so join us for that where can our fans find you guys hey everyone you can find me Veronica Valencia on Twitter and Instagram and it's me Veronica underscore V guys thanks so much for hanging out with us in the chat we topped over 60 viewers we've been I've never had that many for Survivor we love you guys thank you so much for tuning in Sloss Pop Emily Noah Sailor Pony Collections that's what's up Nathan (laughs) Noah Mirror Domains Brenda Jarrods Joseph Bozo all of our other friends my name is Mike Thielen you can find me everywhere at Mike and I am Timothy Michael, everybody. You can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. Like I said, guys, one more episode. We're doing the finale next week. Oh! We will see you guys next Woo! week at What's some point. What is going to happen? What is going to happen? Bye, guys. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 